Welcome to this week's Anglers Channel Insider Podcast, brought to you by Ranger Boats. Still building legends one at a time. Now here's your host, Chris Brown. Happy New Year. In this country, we say Happy New Year. Welcome, folks, to this week's Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. David is looking at me like I'm crazy. He doesn't know where it's coming from. Kenneth, he knows. That's just a good old Eddie Murphy. Happy Merry New Year. That's what it is. Merry New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. This is the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast brought to you by our friends at Sportsman's Warehouse. I am Chris Brown, along with the one and only Mr. David Shong and the AC Insider, Mr. Kenneth Grover. Uh, Jason Duran will be along shortly whenever his boss lets him off of work. Um, gentlemen, Happy New Year. Merry New Year. Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. How you want to call it, whatever you want to call it. Everybody doing well? We're six days in. I'm already irritated, so it's been a good year so far. How about you guys? Well, I hope you had a good a good Christmas and New Year's break because it's time to get busy. <laughs> it's beyond time to get busy. I never stop. David, how about you? How you been, brother? Been good. It's be caught up on snow. It was a snowless Christmas, and then it just said right before the New Year's, it said boom. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So no, no white Christmas. Nope. But you got snow uh, after Christmas. New Year's Day. Oh, okay. So kick the year off right with a little bit of snow. That's good. I got to learn on my watch a minute ago that uh, yeah, we're calling for a little chance of snow here uh, tomorrow night, Thursday night, aren't we, Kenneth? Yes. Not much. No. But it's been cold overnight. Been freezing. Right. I was in my Carhartt bibs this morning for a little while doing some work outside, and they were nice. I might have to wear them come Saturday, Kenneth, because it might be a wee bit chilly come Saturday morning. definitely going to start off chilly. You know, if you listen to the Alabama Bastrop podcast, you know um, there's a, an event coming up this weekend, and I've really kind of enjoyed not having to work in January as far as tournaments go. And uh, of course, Caden Allison changed all that for us. But um, it's gonna, it should be okay. I mean, it's gonna be just your normal wintertime derby. You know, cold in the morning, be decent in the afternoon. But um, it might be, it's gonna be a little chilly first thing. I wonder if there's any way we could talk her into next year's schedule not starting until April. Mm. Like April first being the earliest possible tournament. Well, you know, with Bass, well, I mean, she puts these. I mean, she'll have the schedule out. Jeez, what, March 1st, May 1st, March 1st? Soon. Yeah, yes. it'll be out soon, so she'll have the schedule out pretty quick. Uh, Kay, if you're listening, just push them back. Let's do them all in the fall. How's that sound? Do them all in the fall, like October, November. Let's just do them all uh, right in there. I mean, I, I really like April, May, and June. I do, those too. Are, I do, too. three really good months. But if you look at our June right now, it's already gone. We ain't got to it yet. It is. It is. Uh, it is already gone. But uh, it is January the seventh, two thousand and twenty-one. And I saw this meme last week. I think I sent it to you guys. Anybody concerned about the fact that uh, the year now is twenty twenty-one, like twenty twenty-one, W-O-N, right? Twenty twenty-one. Anybody concerned that 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 saying is is that way, David? You? No, well, I, well, the funnier meme I thought was what I saw one where 
it was like like what 12 31 20 20 11 59 then it ticks over to midnight and it's the 13 one that one i'm like that would be even more messed up if that was the case it was 13 months in 2020 instead oh oh yeah that's what it felt like that's what it feels like some days that's for sure and the other one i saw was uh a guy got carted somewhere and he pulled his license out and the lady says, oh, you're good. And he goes, you didn't even read it. She said, well, I saw the one on your birth year. So, you know, you're you're good. So everybody's 21 now, I reckon. Now you millennials, y'all are legal to drink. So uh, good for that. Good for you guys. Great show for you guys tonight. We've had a few derbies already come in for the new year. January 2nd was Saturday. Already had a few derbies come in. And we've already had, surprise, surprise, Kenneth. A 40-pound bag. I know you're not surprised. You're never surprised. A 40-pound bag weighed in uh, for a BFL win down on Rayburn, of all places. Derek Monday won, Monday won that one. He's going to be on the show tonight, and uh, we're going to w- welcome him in here in just a few minutes. But I got to give a big shout-out to all of our <laughs> listeners, our viewers, who commented on the Iconelli show. Uh, the last show we did for the year was the Iconelli show, and uh, we thought it was a good show, and apparently you did too. Everybody thought that was the best show of the year, not only for us. I'm trying to find the text where I can, uh, where I can read it out loud, but um, somebody said the Ike interview was the top interview of the year, not just on your podcast, but all podcasts. So we have won 2020 podcast-wise right there. I'm going to claim us the number one podcast in the world right there. He really let his guard down. You could tell he believes in what you were doing. The questions you all asked were on point. So finally, it only took us 166 episodes, but we got our questions down, Kenneth. How about them apples? Well, it took us that many episodes, and it might be the only episode, but hey, we got one. Oh, we did. We did. And we've already, we're already off to everybody, to nobody responding to, to request, but uh, we've got a few things coming up. I'm kind of getting, you know, January lined out, looking at February and getting it lined out. Uh, Derek, though, was he, was he was Johnny on the spot. He was like, yeah, I'll be on. Just, what time? I'll be there. And uh, I said, you want to do a Zoom call? He says, no, I live in Texas. I ain't got internet. So, or it ain't very good. So let's just let's just stick with the landline. I said, I can handle that. That's cool. So we'll have him coming up here in just a few minutes to talk about his 40-pound bag that won Rayburn and won him $7,000. Uh, later in the show, we'll jump into a few news and notes brought to you by Hummingbird and Minkota. Then we'll discuss the Ranger Boats wrap-up brought to you by Mercury Marine. And then if Jason decides to join us, we'll do the Coast to Countdown to Blast Off. If not, we'll let Kenneth do it because he's already got them all picked anyway. So uh, for now, let's jump with a few hot topics brought to you by our friends from Rely On Lithium Batteries. Tailor-made lithium for your boat, giving you the most power to help you make your most time on the water. Check them out online at relyonbattery.com. Speaking of which, Kenneth, there's a pallet in my garage with batteries. And chargers and a boss system and all that good stuff. My boat is on order. I'm waiting for that to show up. Just waiting. Waiting to get powered everything. So excited about that. If you follow Jay Kumar and the Bass Blaster newsletter, they had a, a really cool article with Patrick Walters in there yesterday or Tuesday, rather, on, uh, on Rely On. So if you're looking for solid, trustworthy, reliable lithium batteries – Check them out, relyonbattery.com. The um, 
RB100 HPs and the RB100s are phenomenal. And I'm going to be running Solix front and back this year. I got two on the two on the nose and one on the console. Got Raptors coming. I got the Ultrex with the 360. All that stuff going to run to one battery, and that's the cranking battery. So four batteries, all lithium, weighs less than David. So I mean, it's it's you know really impressive. So I'm excited about that. And you, you didn't mention your laptop and your iPad and. Mm-mm. Nope. All your cameras nope. Nope. and everything else that you do. No, 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 Now, there will be an inverter in the boat running some of that stuff, but nope. Got a new laptop and ain't going out of the water. iPad, it'll go, <laughs> you know. Different things will happen, but uh, it's not going to run all that stuff. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. It's going to be a good year. Uh, ready to get that deal going. Uh, I got to give a shout-out to my friends at Dawson Marine, Dawson Boat Center out in Scottsboro. Got my new boat on order. Uh, Joel's a big help in that, so hopefully we'll see that. Um, I don't know this year. That'd be nice. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Everybody's changing boat companies. I mean, Castle Dine's going to Skeeter. Scott Martin's going to go on the Skeeter. Still got a few left in Rangers. I saw Roger Stegall got here in Mississippi. Just got his thirty eighth Ranger ever. So uh, you know, a lot of moving and shaking going on. Uh, Matt Lee still in his Ranger, I assume, <laughs> but it's just you know, Jordan is he's still in his Ranger, so uh, or in a new Ranger. But a uh, lot of lot of moving and shaking going on, and a lot of good things happening. Um, waiting to hear what's going to happen with the classic. I know there's been some talk about that, and uh, just a lot of lot of things happening. But one of the official so-called things, <sighs> FLW changed his name to what is it david big five mlf big five mlf big five does that i mean is it just me or does it sound like you know you walked into your five guys burger and i I want the mlf big five that's what i'll take yeah five (laughs) patties extra cheese you know that sounds good a little bit of shit what else you got on there i mean yeah i mean that's (laughs) is it me is it just me or is that what it sounds like i mean it and now I'm hungry, but yeah, I mean it's just they finally changed to to MLF Big Five. If you go to flwfishing.com, <clears throat> it ain't there. It redirects to majorleaguefishing.com. So I'm not gonna comment yet. I'm waiting for some other derbies to come in before we see how bad it is. But I mean, I'm not the only one. You guys saw it. Uh, and all of our other friends saw it, that FLW site was the absolute most atrocious thing known to man when it comes to finding results and finding things. If if you didn't spend the two and a half hours to learn it on the front end, right, Kenneth? There, yeah, there are some things you kind of had to get an understanding of beforehand before you understood how to get to it. It, was, it took too much brain power, and I ain't got a lot of that anyway. It took too much brain power to find all that stuff at one time. So you had to kind of like go to it in pieces, right? But now it goes to MajorLeagueFishing.com. Everything's there. They got the circuits, the Bass Pro Tour, the Cup events, Tackle Warehouse Pro Circuit, the Toyota Series, Phoenix Boats Bass Fishing League, Abu Garcia Fishing, College Fishing, and High School Fishing. All there to the left, they've got their TV schedule. They got all the tournament. It's actually not a bad looking site, um, but I'm really interested to see what it looks like when there's 14 BFLs, two Toyota Series, three BPTs, and two FLW or Pro Circuit events now, whatever the crap they're called, on top of each other. 
Um, yeah, that's, all that's, the articles, all the pictures, it's just it'll get kind of lost. Oh, no, 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 no. There, there won't be any pictures. There won't be any pictures. <laughs> no, 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 no. There won't be any pictures. It'll just be a guy holding a trophy and a big bass award at the end. I have hope, Chris. I have there. hope that there will be pictures. You know, I'm trying to be optimistic in 2021, but um, so far it, it's going downhill. So check that out. FLWFishing.com is now Major League Fishing. It is now the MLF Big Five. Um, y'all can make your own assumptions. 256-535-3217. The X-Zone hotline. Please shoot us your uh, your thoughts on the name change. And FLW being gone forever. Um, the way it looks. So, kind of sad day for me. You know? I mean, I didn't. I only fished BFLs for a couple of years, but followed FLW for a long time. A lot of friends there. Uh, our buddy Joe Opegger. Everybody moved up to MLF. Oh, it's just a little bit of, of a deal. But um, let's see. Uh, our buddy Carl Jakobson joins X-Zone. Uh, got a call coming up with him in the next couple of days. We're going to do some some blogs and some writing for the old anglerschannel.com website there with him and, and Brandon Ponick. So excited for Carl. He's got a, a lot of history at those baits. So it's going to be a good deal. And our old buddy, this is funny because, what was it, Saturday, David? Saturday, you sent out the text message going, why zone efficient with lose? What's going on? And it's, you know, you saw Zona's TV show, and he yep. was using lose. And yep. it kind of freaked you out a little bit, didn't it? Well, it wasn't a f- complete freak out. It was just, did I miss something? Did I, like, not oh. see the memo or something like that? That's the word. That's what it was. That's the word. Did I miss something? That's, I, whenever you get that text, did I miss something? It's like, oh crap! What happened? And of, and of course, the answer is no. He didn't miss anything because not a, not at <laughs> David all. David doesn't miss anything. No, he doesn't. He is Johnny on the spot. I mean, we saw that. We see it every every week. But like the other day, I'm like, David, can you post this? And he's like, dude, that's been up for like hours. And I'm like, oh my bad. I'm so sorry. I, you know, I've been asleep all morning. You know. But anyway, yeah, it's uh, a good deal. With Zona joins Team Lose, um, like others that have joined Team Lose from Strike King. Just talked about it being a family, right? So everybody kind of becoming one. And uh, it, it made for a good deal. He was with Daiwa for a long time and did a lot of stuff there. But he's got some opportunities to lose, I think, between him and uh, what's the other guy's name? Um, oh, crap. Not Copley. It's uh, – oh, Van Dam. Yeah, KVD. Between those two, they can uh, – I think they can piece together some, some, some good stuff. They got a lot of good pros over there now, so excited to see that. It's funny when you open their catalog, though, when they, they list all the pros and they show them all. It's like Strikey's going to have to have like four pages of pros, right, because there, there's so many yeah. of them. But, um, yeah, so that's some good stuff going on there. Excited for those guys. And then uh, see what else we got going on. Then we'll get to some, a few more things in the uh, in the news and notes uh, later on in the show. But um, I don't know, David. What was uh, your, your kids have a good Christmas? What was what was one thing you were excited about you got for Christmas? I didn't get anything specifically for Christmas because I got everything else before. Yeah, it was before Christmas, so I already had my gifts opened up and everything already. So yeah. Well, what did you get? This season that you were excited about? I don't know if I was excited. I mean, I told, I said before a few weeks, uh, yeah, a few weeks ago, I bought some AirPod Pros and then got the Apple Watch, and then yeah, I mean, I don't know if I was really excited about. It, but I'm like, okay, I got it. Okay, all right, all right. Cancel about you. Kids surprise you with anything? Get anything? Anything that you're, uh, you're excited about? No, the kids didn't surprise me. <laughs> it would it would have been a surprise. <laughs> um, that makes two of us. 
and and I really, I mean, this is this is a public place. I don't really need to talk about everything I've done. So let's just say, let's just say that I'm ready to get this year started. Okay, are we going to wait and 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 bring this in later? Is that what we're going to do? Okay. Well, I, 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 we're talking about Christmas, right? I, I don't we know. are. No, we are. We. It's uh, your show, Chris. I'm just here. Well, that's actually David's. It's actually David's movie. We're just the extras. So, but uh, I think with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick little break. And uh, my amaretto has not kicked in yet, so I'm still a little fast right now. I'm trying to, you know, get calmed down. I tell you one thing. I did do last year for Christmas. If we're going to break, got a couple minutes. Last year for Christmas, my wife gave me a discovery flight. Okay, I'm going to talk about this time or two. A discovery flight from a from a local um, uh, uh, flight school here in, in Huntsville. Right. Well, <laughs> I got it for Christmas in 2019, and lo and behold, I, I mean, I knew I had it, but with COVID and everything else going on throughout the year, I just didn't do it. And so, like, the week before Christmas, I'm like, crap, I got to do this. So I called the lady, and I said, hey, I got this gift certificate. It, 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 it's like it's up on the 23rd. She's like, no problem. We got some time Wednesday. You want to come out and fly? That'd be great. Okay. Now, y'all know me. I get seasick. I'm scared of heights. I have flown in a small plane a time or two with my business partner, John Byrne. But this was a deal where they actually let you fly a little bit, from what I understand. So I get in this little Cessna 172 with this guy. Never met him. Don't know who he is. He's a flight instructor. And, you know, he talks a little about the plane, and we taxi out. And uh, he said, I'm going to go ahead and take off, since you've never done it before. And then uh, and then we'll go from there. I'm like, okay, no problem. So sure enough, we go down the runway there at Huntsville International, and he pulls it back. And we take off. We get about, I don't know. 700 feet off the ground and he goes all right your airplane i'm like what it's like your airplane and i have the controls and uh we cruised up to about 3,000 feet made a nice right hand turn right over old Wheeler lake on the river there and flew straight down over decatur and um saw some really cool stuff made a big square came back and coming in for a landing and we got within i don't know probably 800 feet off the ground he said all right i'll take it back and he landed it and it was probably one of the coolest things that i have done and uh then i said well how much is flight school and he said fourteen thousand. and i said i'll see you later thanks <laughs> appreciate it i enjoyed it so that was my gift from last year that i really enjoyed i thought that was pretty cool and um, believe you me, I have looked into some flight stuff, but uh, I think it's probably a little bit out of my price range. So I think I'll well, just Chris, take what the about deal. this year, huh? <laughs> what about this year? You know, I had a really good, really good Christmas. Uh, my kids got a lot of good stuff. We really take care of the kids. My wife um, got some nice things, and uh, my wife always takes really good care of me, and uh, she did this year. I can't talk about it right now. You will see it uh, in in times to come. My kids gave me though a uh, a Leatherman little little pocket knife deal, which I'm very excited about. That was pretty cool. But uh, I've used it like every day. But uh, yeah, I mean, really great Christmas. Got some stuff that was needed. We don't we don't buy all that you know junk. Uh, you know the filler stuff. You know it's usually one or two right. nice items or bigger items, and uh, and she, you know, she took very good care of OCB here. So we'll uh, we'll leave it at that. But take a quick little break. When we come back, Derek Monday will join the show, and we'll find out how forty pounds in twenty minutes, five fish, forty pounds, ten ounces.
how that goes right here on the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Turn up the heat with America's most innovative total performance fishing machines. With more best-in-class features, the Ranger Z Comanche Series has taken all-out performance to even higher levels. Dare to dream and join a whole new level of leadership, the Ranger Z Comanche Series. Still building legends, one at a time. At Mercury, there are no limits to the lengths we'll go. Make sure you have no limits either. Unlimited adrenaline. Unlimited fun. Unlimited weekend. Except maybe having to go home eventually. Introducing the all-new V8 Mercury Pro XS. Light, quick, efficient. Mercury, go boldly. Welcome back, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, and I'm brought to you by our friends at Pro Charging Systems. The future of marine charging systems is here. Find out more at dualpro.com. We talked about it already a little bit, guys, in pre-show. Um, one weekend already for the year done, and one big winner already for the weekend. Excited to welcome in our buddy Oller from Texas, Mr. Derek Mundy. Derek, how are, uh, how are things going in, in the new year for you? Man, starting out pretty good. I can't complain. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't complain either at all. <laughs> um, BFL kicked off on uh, on Rayburn this past weekend. 40 pounds, 10 ounces brought you home the win. And I've done some reading, done a little research, but I don't, I, I don't know how far you went, but it didn't take long for you to get this limit, did it? Well, I mean, probably about a total of 20 minutes. Wow. Wow. So let's talk about those I 20 minutes. I got the first one before the, uh, my co-angler uh, even made it up on the back deck. <laughs> really? Wow. And how big was the first uh, one? Uh, first one was probably uh, in the neighborhood of eight and a half, I'd say. Or <laughs> eight, eight and a half. How many casts was that? How many casts? Two casts? One cast? Uh, it's, I think about the third one. <laughs> well, you don't want you, you don't want to catch him on your first cast because that's bad luck, yeah, right? Yeah, that's bad, yeah, luck, that's bad right? luck. So, I mean, at that that's point, bad. at that point, you just roll up to the spot and make a short little cast, and then you start casting for the big ones. Is that how that works? I guess so. Uh, man, I, I, I was trying to sneak up there, and I, I guess I burned those first two. Just when, and when I got to the sweet spot, old, old mom was there waiting. So you had forty pounds, ten ounces with an eleven ten big fish. But you only caught five fish total, right? Uh, I caught some more later in the day. Okay. Uh, I was trying to run some – I had some a really, really good deal in the grass because I, 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 uh, I, I felt like if these fish didn't cooperate, if I could just get a big one or two, I'd just go through a trap the rest of the day. And, and I started running some of that, and I was trying to bird dog some for my co-anger, you know, throwing that trap out there and – and I'd catch a few here and there and be like, uh, make that cast, you know. But it just, it, it was weird. It was a morning deal, I feel like. And because they, I'd feel them, they'd just run through my trap and wouldn't take it, you know. And I knew it was probably going to be pretty tough then for everybody else. Did, um, at what point, I mean, did you realize you had 40 pounds? Or what did you think you had after, after you put five in the boat? <laughs> well, after I caught them, I kind of, um, uh, I got away from that area, and 
they kind of got on some uh, got on that grass and it, in, a, in a place where it's calm because it, it was ripping out there west northwest wind and uh, I started checking on them and man they uh, they it looked like the live well made them grow <laughs> <laughs> so I started doing the math in my head and uh, I'm changing the numbers up a little bit because I was like no nah, no way forty and I'm just getting right up there at forty every time and I was like well I'm just gonna call it thirty five plus. <laughs> So, at at what point are you texting your wife and your buddies going, y'all might want to come to weigh in today? Well, I was actually texting my wife when I was out there. I threw that jig out there. You know, I was I ain't even got my fifth fish, and I was like, I think I'm over thirty with four, <laughs> and nice. I'm because uh, you know I've got the eleven in there, and I'm just letting my jig got kind of fit there, and I'm easing it along, and uh, I'm texting them, and then. And then I set the phone down, and and I kind of cracked that jig right there where I thought they was, and thunk, and then I texted them back. I said, hey, man, I got five, and it, I, I don't know what I got. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's, uh, that's incredible. Well, let's break this thing down for us a little bit. Let's talk about the spot, depth, water temperature, baits, all that good jazz. Just just, just give us all the details. Man, it's, uh, we had some recent rain, so the water's pretty on the stain side, uh, which I like, and uh, – and it cooled the lake off. It's probably probably around fifty four degrees, and uh, and uh, the depth where I was fishing was about seventeen foot. Okay. And very windy. <laughs> seventeen foot and windy. All right. Was it blowing first windy. thing? Was, I took some over the nose on the way back. Was it blowing first thing when you got there? It actually, uh, when we first got there, the wind was blowing, but it just it hadn't. It uh, it hadn't got them rollers out there yet, and because uh, it kind of started as the tournament uh, started, and uh, and man, it's like uh, I'm seeing this go down on the 360, and and when that wind just kind of when the waves got up and and stuff in the wind, I don't know if it's coincidence, but man, they turned it off, and I, luckily I caught all those before it just. I mean, it's windy. I mean, I'm having a hard time. I actually had to move up about 10 feet because I, I didn't feel like I was touching them with my crankbait. I, I felt like I was coming down closer to the boat, you know what I mean, and, sure. and not running through them. Right, right. So what are we fishing? Stumps? You got a little ledge out there. What are you What are you targeting in the 17-foot of water? I feel like, I mean, there's a, there's definitely, there was a little brush pile there that are hanging out around, and and I, it probably has something to do with bottom composition because that crankbait was plowing. I mean, you could feel it. I mean, it's you could and and probably both of them together probably is probably what made the deal. Now you you, you just mentioned three sixty, and, and this is for my guys. Can you imagine what forty pounds ten ounces look like on a mega three sixty around a quote unquote little brush pile? I mean that had to be a freaking tree. I mean forty I pounds say, of bass. It was, it was wild because actually I caught this one, and you kind of got to get settled in with a three sixty. I mean you can see some stuff you when do. it's moving. But once you lock down and kind of get your nose fixed to where you're not going back and forth and you're kind of in a fixed position, that 360 is awesome. Yeah. And, uh, and like, I caught that one, and as I'm kind of as I'm kind of getting in my spot, you know, and so I get it out of the, uh, you know, out of the net, and that fish actually come off in the net. It was, it was barely hooked, and uh, so I got – I mean, it stars the line, you know, for me to land that fish. But anyway, I get it in the live well, 
And I, I stand back up, I look uh, look in the distance, and I, I got uh, like a tree way off I, I look at. And uh, I get my line up, and I look down, and I was like, oh, no. I mean, I mean they're, they're like on the spot about the size of a table and just like giant dots down there. I'm like, oh, man. And there ain't no no shadow, so I know they're glued to the bottom. And, and uh, man, I ran that thing through there a couple of times, and in about – about probably two or three casts, I caught another big one. Wow. Wow. So talk about the bait you were using to, to catch these fish. Uh, it was a Strike King 8XD. It's one of the newer ones. I didn't, uh, I learned right before this tournament because I had some old, some older ones that, because uh, that's, that's probably my favorite crankbait. It, I don't know what it is about it. I just, I've had the most luck out of that one than any of them. But the new one's got a weight transfer system. They do. And, uh, man, they cast so much better. They got more of a knock to them. I mean, they're, that's a bad dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking. It Kenneth, really is. We're on a Zoom call on this side, and Kenneth's in, in his garage, in his boat garage, and he's got a bunch of crankbaits, striking crankbaits hanging, hanging on the back wall. And he's, what color? Give me a color, Derek. Right behind me. Yeah, give me a color, Derek. Uh, citrus shad. Citrus shad. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> Citrus Shad in Texas in January. Well, looking back, this is like two years in a row that 40-pound bags have won this tournament in January on Rayburn. Um, it was won last year with a 40-pound, six-ounce bag. And if I remember right, talking to Anthony back then, that was another 20- or 30-minute deal. He caught those fish in as well. So that morning deal, yeah, Kenneth's holding the bait up right now. The morning bite there obviously seems to be the ticket right now, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. I, I felt that going in. It's, it's, um, so we've had some bad weather, and um, I've kind of learned this a little bit. I, I had a job in Florida one time and worked in Florida, and it, man, it, to me it seems like those big Florida bass, they like, they, they like a, uh, better weather. I mean, I know you hear all kinds of other stuff, but, man, I'd fish on like Lake Kissimmee because uh, I had my camper on Lake Toho and had my boat with me at work, and Man, if it's cloudy, it was tough. And um, but you get that pretty sunshine, and you catch some giants down there. Yeah. And uh, I, I noticed the same about Rayburn. And uh, we had a, a system roll through. Now I have wrecked them in bad weather too. But like it just seems like I don't know. Them Florida bass are ready to eat when the weather's been bad for several days, and then and they need to take a breath. You know what I mean before the wind starts ripping and man it's on if you can if you can catch it in that that little window you know what i mean gotcha gotcha okay kenneth you got one well derek you you kind of talked about the fact that that you weren't sure you could catch a lot of big fish in your your starting spot but you thought you might could get one or two big bites to, to get your day started right tell me about your practice time and kind of how you prepared for this for the tournament day and then ultimately how you decided this is where you were going to start starting? Uh, I actually spent probably uh, probably 85% of it behind the steering wheel looking. And, uh, and then when we had some of them little bad weather days, the old, uh, old fish up shallow, you know, they get active. So I use those days to figure out where some good grass was. But I actually found some good grass back uh, actually closer to Christmas. And uh, so I, I kind of went and checked on some of the stuff in the bad weather and, and kind of found that. But for the most part, I spent idling. And uh, 
then I'd mark schools, and uh, <clears throat> I feel like this time of year they they've actually probably move a lot. And uh, I'd come back and check for consistency, and uh, they're the ones that wanted to stay put. So I, I knew I was going to start there. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Now I know in Gunnersville we have and. and I've always referred to them as lake fish. It's fish that just kind of, they stay in schools and kind of roam around the lake. Does Sam Rayburn kind of set up like that? And, and do you think maybe this is a group of that kind of fish? Uh, maybe so. I don't think, we don't get the schools. I don't feel like, uh, like you guys get, but, um, see in the summertime, I do my best fishing for individual fish. Like I don't, uh, I, I do a lot of idling and don't do a lot of fishing and, uh, it's not that I'm looking for these individual fish. I'm looking for the ecosystem within an area like shad, uh, kind of pay attention to what the bluegill are doing and stuff. And I start hitting isolated targets, whether it's a big stump, a brush pile, I mean, whatever it may be. And I just make, you know, a half a dozen casts to each of these spots. And try, I, my my goal in the summer is usually really to hit like 30 spots a day and try to catch and land the biggest five I catch, you know, or, or hook. Right. So so is it, you know, this time of year, do you normally see them grouped up like this or, or was this a little abnormal from what you normally look for? Oh, no, this time of year, you're going to have your uh, your schools and uh, for sure. Yeah, they're, they're more grouped up and uh, – I mean, you, you'll have them, you'll even have some decent schools up shallow, too. I mean, there's, right now we've got a lot of uh, bait, actually, on, in the dirt. I mean, I, there was fish schooling in practice that I couldn't even get to in the trolling motor. Really? And uh, and some of them, babe, you could tell some pretty good ones was up there because there was some gizzard shad. You could tell they was running from something, and, and they're not running from two-pounders, you know. <laughs> no, no, that's for sure. Well, I got one more question. I'm going to kind of change gears here, but um, what, what do you do for a living? Uh, I work on the pipeline. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a welder on uh, – I, I run a, uh, a rig truck. I'm a rig welder on the pipeline. Okay. I, the only reason why I ask that question is, I, you know, to me the BFL-level guys, you know, are working full-time jobs. Lots of those guys work a lot of overtime too. You know, they, they have limited amount of, of time on the water. And when they do, they're really, I mean, they're really, I, I mean, they, they spend their, their time on the water as efficiently as they can. I, I just, I just like to see what the background is. Absolutely. Yeah. I just, I, a lot of times I don't get to fish a series. Uh, I try to, but uh, most time I just, when I'm laid off, I try to fish everything in my path, whether I'm on something or not. Gotcha. Well, let's, let's, I'm going to break something down for you. And I I know you've heard it and I'm sure you've seen, I know you, I know you've probably thought about it, but looking through the press release today and going back and looking at some articles and stuff, dude, you're, you're like in the top five of all time five fish limits in major league fishing right now. You you realize that? Man, it's wild. I, I never even, and even knew that, um, until I read the article myself. I, I remember uh, it was a couple, I guess it's been three years ago now, was the first 40-pound bag I can remember. Clayton, Al, I mean, Clayton Bower and Albert Collins caught yep. it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I was like, dang, dude, that, that is cool. Nobody probably ever beat that. And then <laughs> last year, Anthony Sharp, and then uh, Isles and, 
and Brian Shook caught that. I mean, I'm pretty much you might as well call it fifty pounds. Yeah, yeah. And dude, I was always like, man, I'd love to join that club. You know what I mean? But well, well let's talk about that club uh, for a second yeah, because I, never, I, I would have never dreamed it happened this quick. Well, talk about that club for a second because leading that club right now is is another Texas guy, Keith Combs, who had forty one one on Falcon in twenty ten. And then uh, Ronnie Brown had forty fourteen uh, on Chickamauga over here in twenty thirteen. Then Casey Martin Kenneth had had forty eleven on Gunnersville in, in in a March tournament. And then there's you forty pounds ten ounces on Rayburn. I mean, you beat Anthony Sharp by four ounces. So in the top four of uh, all time t- or the top five limits. And I mean, if you go down that list a little bit. I think like two more spots. There's a guy named Greg Hackney on that list. So, dude, you're in a pretty good company right there. Man, I'll take it. Hopefully, I can hang out there for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went back and I was on your Facebook page today. I was kind of, I was kind of creeping a little bit. I'm sorry, but you, I mean, you, you, you confirmed my request to be a friend, so we're all legal there. But I mean, looking at, That's right. I was watching the the video of you bagging fish, and I got the biggest kick out of your son. I assume it was your son going, "Is that the biggest one?" You're like, "Nope." And everyone that came out, "Nope, that ain't the one." And I'm like, and I guess it was your wife. I'm like. They, did, did, did they all fit in that one bag? Oh, man, it was full. I didn't know uh, if I was going to – it's all uphill from there. I didn't know if I was going to make it up there to the pavilion. It was, it was heavy. I had to, had to uh, recruit a little help. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you did. You had a little water on 40 pounds, 11 ounces for a skinny fella like me. That ain't uh, – that's a pretty good sack. <laughs> that's, that's a real good sack. That's yeah. I was I was watching your live well video where you were checking on them and dude, it just looks like a just a box of meat is what it looks like in there. The, uh, I feel like my live wells are pretty decent size, and um, the three on on the driver's side actually. Uh, every time I take a little rough ride going somewhere, you know, it kind of bounce them around, get them all mixed up, and then I would open the live well lid and adjust them to where they held each other upright. <laughs> <laughs> You kind of pin them. I mean, they fit in there like I mean, it was perfect. Like uh, where they sit there, everything they'd hold each other upright. Now, how early? How early did you come in that day on Saturday? Uh, I called. The, I actually texted the tournament director, and I uh, I asked him if uh, when the scales was going to open. Just just going to try to uh, weigh out my options and stuff. Because man, you, when you got a fish like that in there. I, Man, I, I'm a advocate for fish care. I mean, I I I, I would have squalled if one of them would have died. You know what I mean? Sure, absolutely. And uh, they're all big, and and he said best uh, uh, probably best case, you know, two o'clock. So I'm talking to my co-angler, and I said, man, let's uh, I'm gonna try to get you a limit. All I said, would you be mad if we left about one? Because it's I'm talking about rough. It took right. me an hour to get back to the weigh-in. Wow. wow. Yeah, I mean, it's uh. Which we're not in a race against time. We weren't trying to push it, but still, it was rough. I mean, it's. Um, I mean, I ate one in that twenty-one foot Ranger. That's the first wave. I've honest, honestly, that's the first wave I've ever taken in freshwater. Really? I took one in. Uh, I went red fishing on Calcasieu Lake one time, 
and uh, I had never run salt water, and I, I scooped a pretty big one going about 50 down there. <laughs> <laughs> that'll, that'll hurt your feelings real quick, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, because I didn't want all that salt water in my carpet and stuff, and, and then it was over after that. <laughs> <laughs> David, you got a question? Yeah, uh, you mentioned earlier, you know, you try to fish whatever comes your way with your limited time and availability. So uh, what trails or what events do you uh, fish around your area or plan to fish this year as well? Uh, I fish, there's ABAs, man. Rayburn's loaded. I mean, it's sta- it's a sta- it's stacked. I mean, there's Bass Champs, Texas Team. I haven't ever fished a Texas Team trail, but I fish Bass Champs. I'm actually on off-limits right now for it. Uh, gosh, I mean, there's just... All kinds of tournaments, from little to big. Yeah, I, I actually fished the Bassmasters Open this year uh, or last year on Rayburn. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, it, I'm trying to think. I know I'm leaving some out, but there's a, there's a lot. Uh, Outlaw Outdoors is. I mean, they have a great tournament program. I mean, they've got. I mean, just all kinds of different formats and and. Uh, I mean, they got they run a they're one of the best run tournament deals on Rayburn, and they they come out with an outlaw team series last year, and and uh, but there's a lot of big, pretty decent money tournaments. Very cool. So I mean, weighing forty pounds in your first derby of the year and winning it, I mean, what's there left to do this year? Man, I don't know. You got to hit reset. These old guys out here, you kind of make them mad when you catch them like that. They're coming after you, you know. <laughs> I can't. Uh, I can't imagine it was. It's like when Shark caught the forty. I guess old Isles and them got mad, and and they said, "Screw it, we're gonna catch fifty, You know, because <laughs> 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 the very next week, you know, they bust out forty nine pounds something. You know, that's crazy. That is. You know, there, there's a few lakes in the country, and obviously Sam Rayburn's one of them that you, you really. You see the weights like this, and you wonder, you know, how big is the potential? You know, what what could we see one day? Somebody, I think, will take fifty uh, with the electronics nowadays, and 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 dude, Rayburn, I don't know. I know, I know the Tennessee River guys are bad to the bone. I mean, you got your sticks and floor. I mean, there's a lot of areas, but golly, Rayburn, Toledo Bend, man, these guys are they're awesome. I mean, there's you you gotta you gotta put your uh, head out there with your A game. Absolutely, they ain't gonna take take it easy. You, know, you can go fish a dang little low even tournament, and these suckers are dragging in thirty pounds. You know. Yeah, yeah. Jason, I mean, I don't play around. So, is, so with dropping forty the first week of the year, um, is it gonna get better in two weeks? Is it the best it is right now? Where where's the peak at right now? What do you think? To be honest with you, as far as fish catching in a good time, it's going to be a little bit. Uh, right, January right now, I mean, you can look at uh, some of the results over the weekend. January is very, can be very, very bad on Rayburn. It gets overshadowed by uh, some guy wrecking them every now and then. and, and it. But really, January is pretty tough. If you take February and March, Rayburn's on fire. I mean, you're not – the bags may go down some, and, and like – the the guy that wins it, but man, you can go up around that grass with a rattle trap and different stuff, and you can catch. I mean, you'll start looking at the results, and like uh, it'll be like a bass champs with a three hundred man field, and there might be forty twenty pound bags. Right, right. Yeah, you Everybody's know catching I mean? four or five pounders. Oh, absolutely, and they're so healthy right now. I mean, you grab them around that jaw, and it's just—I mean—they're healthy right now. They're real thick. Um, 
that the two and a half pounders, you know, of the summer are over three pounds now. Wow. They're healthy. That's that is absolutely incredible. Well, brother, I don't know um I don't know what else to say, but congratulations. That forty pounds is a that's a hell of a day, I'm gonna be honest with you. And um that's pretty awesome. It's I I know it's a good day when, when my guys, these three here, are texting me early Saturday afternoon going, I already got a forty, look at this. And the weigh in hadn't even like really hadn't even got in full swing yet. And we were already getting text messages on weight. So, I mean, that's um, – of course, I mean, we expect it now, don't we, Kenneth? We expect to see a 40-pound bag come out of Rayburn in January, don't we? Yeah, you know, it's, it's you know, the first couple of months of the year, we, we, we see a lot of big weights coming out of that area. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty crazy. Well, dude, I tell you what, if I ever come to Rayburn, I'm looking you up. So, Man, come on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll tell you another thing that was pretty sweet about the whole deal is I caught every fish off of rods I built. Really? Like I uh, like I built a big crankbait rod. I built all my rods and all that uh, using those MHX blanks. And I mean, I don't I don't know if anybody's ever uh, like want a custom rod built, but that I think it's a CB nine sixty eight or something. That yeah. is a bad dude for throwing that eight and ten XD. How? Wh- I mean, wh- what uh, length? What length rod do you, do you do you make for that? Uh, that one's an eight footer. Oh, wow. uh, I like that for that because I mean you, uh, it, it does a lot of the work for you, and it's got a real real long bend. And man, the equipment—I can't tell you how critical the equipment was for that because um, these fish was like like I said, they was barely hooked, and I changed the hooks out. I had big two old hooks on this thing, and like these fish was like I, I didn't I don't know. I can't remember catching one that actually had it choked. Hmm. That's wild. Kenneth? I was just going to ask you on the, the, the rod that you make for, for the deep cranking, uh, What do you know the length of the butt on that rod? I mean, do you, do you like a long butt where you can really kind of tuck that thing and, and let the rod work? Man, uh, uh, I, I mean, everybody's kind of – this is this why I like it. Uh, everybody is, is different – heights you know and their arms are different lengths man i like a rod that like i try to keep because man them things will wear you out i try to keep it my arm kind of at a 90 degree and i want that I, I just want that butt to just barely go up under my armpit just barely i don't, I don't want a big uh rod but because i throw right-handed i i ain't the best at doing stuff left-handed and i have to swap pans you know and i don't want to hang it on my rain suit or none of that but i, I want to be able to just barely tuck it under my armpit I don't really know what that length is because I, I take in um, what I built this rod, you know, I uh, kind of got my grips because you, you, you can ream them out and all that and, and, and you just kind of slide it back to, and just play with it right there. And I take it just a Sharpie and mark it and uh, that's where I start. That's... And I, I feel like that's a, something that somebody looking into uh, maybe getting them a rod built or something like that, I think that's something they ought to know that's not really out there. Right. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, rods on the market are kind of built for large groups of people. So people that, that especially someone like you, that really know what you're looking for, about the only way to get it is make it yourself. Oh, absolutely. Because, uh, I mean, there's, yeah, I mean, like uh, all them Van Damme series rods, right? they're built for that dude. I mean, he's a... Uh, you know, I mean, and everybody, you got different people that's real hot, tall and and shorter and stuff. I mean, uh, I feel like if you want to get the most out of it, uh, like, and, and rebuilding's not that bad. 
um, I took it up because my favorite. I used to love those Castaway Faircloth series rods. I mean, those mm-hmm. rods was like big fish. I mean, you could handle big fish with them. I had a good parabolic bend. And I'd had these rods forever, and I, when I, I was at that same job I was on in Florida, man, they just, I started breaking them. And it's not the rod's fault, it was just because, man, I'd had these things, and I'd use them. I ain't going to lie. I mean, I'm rough on them. And I just started breaking. Well, I was just down the road from, from Mudhole, and, so, and I just went down there and kind of picked up rain a little bit, and, heck, I went home with the stuff to build my first rod, and I've been building them ever since. That's... Best way to get uh, get what you want and be able to be able to make it the way you want. It's the way you, that's the way to do that deal. That's pretty awesome. So, absolutely, that is awesome. Well, brother, congratulations on the win. Congratulations on the forty pound bag. And um, it would not surprise me if we're not calling you again this year sometime. Man, it wouldn't hurt my feelings. I, I'm gonna try to make myself available best I can. <laughs> well, but I appreciate it. Congratulations again. Uh, Happy New Year to you, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me on. Well, guys, there he is, Derek Mundy. 40 pounds, 10 ounces, top within the top five of major league fishing, top five limits so far. Pretty impressive, Kenneth. It is. You know what? This this is why I like talking to this level of guy. Let me tell you, man, the, the most ingenuity in our sport, I think, comes from guys like Derek. Yeah. The, the, you, you get in these parts of the country where the competition is really tough. I mean, you and I live in, in an area that's like that. Obviously, Texas is that way. A lot of places are that way. These guys have to do things different. They have to put a lot of work into it in order to be competitive. And that's, to me, that's, that. I, I, I just like to hear guys talk about what they do that they think gives them a, an edge over someone else. And, right. and some of it could be just mental. You know, you you just feel, you know, he builds his own rods, therefore he thinks he has an advantage using them. Sure. That's all That's all that matters. Whether it really gives him an advantage or not doesn't matter. If, if he thinks it, then that's that, that works. He changes his hooks, builds his own rods. I mean, you he's taking away the things he can't control. Right there, right? He's he, he's controlling more things, and right. therefore, you know, his success is is part of that. So, I mean, it's uh, it's, a, it's an impressive deal. It's it's the way to go. And, and he was obviously set up to catch big fish. He took advantage of that opportunity when when the opportunity came. I mean, those fish bit, and he had all the right gear in order to get him in the boat. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Oh, and the eight XD is my favorite crankbait too, by the way. <laughs> the eight XD. All of a sudden, everybody's on the citrus shad train. All of a sudden on the 8XDs. Well, Derek, congratulations, brother. And, uh, I mean, heck, he said he's off limits for a Bass Champs. That's coming up this week. Will we see a 40-pounder, a 40-pound bag in Bass Champs this weekend? Uh, it may depend on the weather. Yeah. Okay. Those those don't happen every day. I think things have to line up just right. And, I, you know, what was second place, 28 pounds? 28. So, I mean, it's not like a lot of people had that opportunity. Yeah, no, you're right. It, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't close, and it was the same way last year with Anthony Sharp. It was. The, it was the same type of deal. So I think those. Those are, are special uh, days. They, they are. They are for sure. Well, talking. Speaking of special days, take a quick little break. When we come back, we'll jump into some news and notes. Kenneth might have an announcement on a special day. I don't know. He's 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 kind of wavering back and forth. And uh, Jason's with us now, so we'll uh, we'll find it, see what else we can do right here on the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Whether day or night, I love to tie one on. Every day of the week, I like to tie 
tie one on. I don't care who's looking, I always tie one on. Every time I go on the water, I love to tie one on. You may not know this about me, but every once in a while, I've been known to tie one on. Come on, man, join the Stray King team. All you gotta do, tie one on. <laughs> I think I always tie one on. Sportsman's Warehouse is your one-stop, convenient place to shop. Whether you're into camping, hunting, or fishing, our expert associates can help you find the gear you need. We carry a huge assortment of quality equipment from the best manufacturers in the country and around the world. We have guns, ammo, rods, and lures, not to mention every kind of outdoor clothing for the whole family. You can shop in one of our fully stocked stores or visit us online at sportsmanswarehouse.com. Visit Sportsman's Warehouse. Shop one of over 60 locations. Welcome back, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Time for some insider news and notes brought to you by Humminbird Electronics, Men Cutter Trolling Motors, Talon and Raptor Shallow Water Anchors. More technology, more control, more fish. Hashtag One Boat Network. Find out more online at humminbird.com and mencotamotors.com. Um, I don't, did we talk about this? There's a lot, a lot happened over the holidays since the Iconelli show. And uh, I can't remember if we talked about this or not. Did we talk about? I know we did through text, but did we talk about the Red Crest moving from um, Oklahoma to Lake? Was it Palestine? Yeah, to Palestine. I don't. I don't, I don't recall. I don't remember if we did or not. Uh, if we talked we about that, we did. We okay. All right. All right. David's David like podcast. Yeah, David <laughs> listens. Yeah, he's well, gonna, David he's, keeps us all straight. He's just going to shut me down right David there on listens. the spot. I try. So. David, if you're gunning for my job, son, just tell me. It's okay. <laughs> uh, I'll pass. Does, does <laughs> I don't he have the credentials. <laughs> does he have your email logging in yet, Chris? I mean, no, not yet. I'm, I'm going to send it to him today. I'm, I'm going to send it to him today. Okay, so we'll skip the uh, Red Crest moving to Palestine. Oh, they are. I don't know why, but anyway, they're going that route. But the FLW roster, this we did not talk about. The FLW roster came out while we were on our holiday break. And um, quite a few names on there. 20 BPT anglers, 28 rookies, 165 total anglers in the mix on this deal. Uh, rookies include Shannon Abbott, Ty All from uh, out west, Jason Blair, Mark Blevins, Josh Bragg here in uh, Alabama, Josh Butler from Alabama, Michael Caruso, Justin O'Brien Cooper, Trevor Fitzgerald, um, one of Kenneth's buddies, Jacopo Galelli, going over to fish the tour uh, or the whatever the pro circuit. I'm sorry, uh, Grant Galloway, Lawson Hibden, who is uh, I would assume a son of, the, of a Hibden. That's a, a Dion son, I believe. Cody Huff, Clavian uh, Johns, <laughs> David, help me out here. Takayuki, Takayuki Koiki, and that was that's that's totally. Koiki? <laughs> K-O-I-K-E. Koiki. I'm sure I screwed that Koike. up. Probably Koike. Koike? Yeah. It's probably like Smith, you know? It's probably Will. I'm glad you didn't. I'm glad you yeah, didn't make clarification before this. So because hearing yeah. your version is it's worth it's worth listening to. Oh, it yeah, is. It's much it, better. Is. it is. Cal Lane, who's son of uh, Chris Lane, Jason Loblong, uh, Jimmy Nish Jr., Cody Pike, Kevin Riney, Ricky Robinson, Chase Serafin, Trey Stokes, Scott Towery, Todd Walters, Joe Weiberg, and Steve York. 
uh, in that mix for rookies. And then 20 BPT pros going to fish. We got Casey Ashley going to fish them. Avena, uh, Burge, John Cox, who, according to David, is fishing everything. I mean, he's just going to fish it all. He, I think he, he probably fished the, the BFL at Rayburn, didn't he? I would, wouldn't be surprised. But, I mean, he's just mm-hmm. he's fishing everything. Uh, Shiniki Fukai, I got that one right. Anthony Gagliardi, uh, B. High, Jason Lambert, Bobby Lane, Justin Lucas, Chris Lane, uh, McClellan, Meyer, Neil, um, Poach, I mean, Poche, Skeet Reese, Dean Rojas, Strader, uh, David Walker, and Jesse Wiggins all signing up there to fish the uh, the deal. So that's like what, 13 guaranteed events? Is that right for those guys? I think yes. that's right. 13 guaranteed events for those guys. And um, so, so if you're – go ahead. I'm sorry. No. Uh, two names on that list that you didn't call out because it didn't fall in either of the two groups, but I was glad to see them. That's Larry Nixon. Yes. And uh, Dion Hipton. Yes. Yes. If you'd let me finish my thoughts, I would have gotten to that, but it's okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. You're just <laughs> jumping ahead. I mean, just jumping ahead in the deal. You're right. I Larry just had Nixon. To remind you, that's all. Larry Nixon back from uh, from surgery. And then Dion. When's the last time Dion fished the, the pro circuit? It's been, a, it's been a little bit, hasn't it? it? It's been a little while. I think he's. I think he has fished a few of the little bit lower tier levels off and on. Yeah, I knew he but had. It's been a while since he's been at this level. It's good to see. I mean, that great family. Uh, we certainly miss Guido, but uh, there's things that family has done for fishermen, with fishermen over the years that, that a lot of people don't even know. No, you're right. And, you know, it's kids these days and even, even young fishermen or guys getting into the sport, you've got all these avenues, right? Angler's Channel, Bassmaster, um, I guess Major League Fishing um youtube right you've got all these avenues to go and learn from and when i was growing up when we were growing up um maybe not david but when we were growing up we had bassmaster mm-hmm. magazine right we had flw magazine you had your your regional magazines your 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 you know your, your rags that we, that we all read but one thing that i always did and now we got ike and, and bass university and all that but i would go bassmaster would do the bassmaster universities at college campuses around the country and so i would go to ones at auburn go to nashville or big hotels i've seen denny brower hank parker uh dion and guido i mean i've got in my filing cabinet back here you know yellow yellow pads of just you know just taking notes all day of these deals and the stuff you learn, the baits you see. I mean, I I was a, a black and blue jig guy, three eighths ounce striking protein or pro model jig, right? Got a little rattle in it, put a number eleven Uncle Josh pork frog on it, and go fishing. That's that was my deal, right? Went to a deal in Nashville. Denny Brower pitched a half ounce electric blue striking pro model jig down the aisle. And dude, I'm gonna tell you what, I went across street to Walmart and I bought every one I could find. And you know what I did about three weeks later? I caught one over nine uh, to cut cutoff uh, pre-fishing for a tournament on that jig. And it's a confidence thing. But, you know, you, you learn so much by going to those things and seeing that kind of deal. I remember seeing and, and hearing Dion and Guido at those deals. And it was it was so cool. Those guys, you just learned so much from those guys. And they were always approachable, always willing to talk to you, and just, just great guys. I'm with you. I'm, I, it, it's good to see those guys back in the mix for sure. Any other names on that list surprise anybody? 
Uh, it's been so long since I've looked at that list. I can't remember everybody. But. Well, I mean, you, you, you've still got your, you know, your everybody else is there. No other real big surprises. Uh, B-Lat uh, going back to the yeah, tour. That was the, that was the other surprise, him going back. Yeah, uh, him going back. It's going to be interesting to see if he goes and fishes the um, – if he fishes the Opens again. I mean, I think the Opens are going to be a big deal to see who you know who, who's still there. Uh, Latimer fishing that deal and going back to the FLW Tour. I'm guessing if he fishes the Opens, he'll probably only fish one division, not all of them. Probably so. Probably I don't so. know if that's even possible. Do you, do, you, do you figure that his his deal going back – to fish in the pro circuit just stemmed from he just didn't make enough money in the in, in the opens this year or he just wanted to fish more you know I, that probably has some to do with it i mean you know he he had some success you know at what was the flw tour and that's that's what this is su- supposed to be a carry on from that so right. maybe he feel like he's kind of going back to his roots and and what he had done i mean you know there's there's good payouts in this deal i mean there's a chance the guy's making some some really good money and we've discussed it before the opens is it's not an easy place to make money if you're a full-time fisherman. No, it's not. It's not. That uh, That's for sure. For sure. Interesting to see when those kick off here coming up uh, next month. It's getting here quick. I mean, February's going to be here before we know it, and it's going to be um, going to be wide open. Um, Bassmaster High School and College Fishing announces their schedules for 2021. So uh, some good dates going on there. College series. Uh, let me pull that back up. I saw that. Norman in March, Smith Lake in April, um, Cumberland uh, late April, early May, and then one to be announced. And the wild card, Kenneth, coming to Lay Lake, and at the end of June. So Bama Lake's getting a lot of play this year, and a lot of different, a lot of different places, and it's good to see. Well, I th- I think some of this may be trying to come up with safe places to hold these tournaments. I mean, based on what happened last year and, and, you know, we know that a lot of places in Alabama are, are, you know, very welcoming to anglers. And we were able to to start back with the ABT tournaments and things. And a lot of these communities understand, you know, what these fishermen need and and how to take care of and make sure the restaurants are open. So if there's any, any more COVID issues, these are areas that, you know, these, these tournament directors, I'm sure feel a lot safer about, about using the odds of having to alter their tournaments should be lessened. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, if you're in Alabama, obviously we're not really concerned about, it. I just looked up and saw a, uh, saw a commercial for the Huntsville boat show coming to town January 15th, 16th and 17th. And I thought, well, you know what? Nobody goes to that show anyway. So social distancing will not be an issue there. So be uh, easy. <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah. They, nobody goes anyway. I went one year and it was probably the worst $10 I spent, you know, for, for nothing, but uh, almost as good as the Birmingham boat show. Well, that, that's actually a little bit better, I think, than what, uh, than what Huntsville is. So sorry to those folks, but uh, FS1 is Aaron Bassmaster events now on the weekend so uh david did you watch any of that this weekend did you see the bassmaster event nope no okay uh, it was uh, i know it was uh i think winning ways was uh the first couple ones but i saw it on my tv guide thing but i did not watch it though unfortunately in the tv guide book yeah he's got a book i'm, I'm at the uh <laughs> you do on my uh, box and in, I, know, I'm just, I'm just, I don't think they even, they even make a TV guide book anymore a magazine i'm sure they do right? see why Come they on. don't why wouldn't they it's probably so, all online now See, yeah, print, you know, print's pretty much dead. So, I mean, I don't know if anyone still buys that little thing by the checkout counter, but yeah, I don't know if it has crossword puzzles in it. 
He might. He might. Just got an email from a uh, from a new listener, Damon Taylor, who's from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Says his home lake is Chickamauga. He just wanted to let us know that he loves our show. And he also enjoyed the inside look at bass fishing as well. Thanks, thanks, Damon. Appreciate that. He said he just found our podcast about two weeks ago. And he's enjoying it. So he hasn't seen a podcast this week and hope we'll have one up soon. Well, Damon, it's here today, brother. It's your lucky day. Damon Taylor from Chattanooga. You know what, Damon? Oh. i tell you what. I got your email address. Day, just for late. that email, just for that email, I got a $25 Sportsman's Warehouse gift card coming your way, my friend. So congratulations on that. You see, folks, all you got to do, reach out and say <laughs> hi. It's that easy. And and we, we know for a fact because we've been there multiple times. He has a really good sportsman's warehouse. He has right a great sportsman's warehouse. Is what he's got. That's for sure. That one came through on the info at anglerchannel.com uh, email address. But you can also reach out to us via the X Zone hotline two five six five three five three two one seven. Find out more about the baits Brandon Polinick relies on, and now Carl Jacobson, not Joe Compson, but Jacobson. At xzonelures.com. Uh, all right. What else we got going on here? Um, let's see. What else did I miss, David? There was more stuff going on. What did I miss? As of is it January 6th, I believe, Bassmaster Fantasy Fishing is open. Oh, yes. Okay. So we'll have our league going up soon, right? We will. Matter of fact, I'll tell you what. I will do that. You'll be in charge of it, David. <laughs> I will do Really? Really? <laughs> he's taking over the rookie podcast and she don't do it anymore so um we've got uh no we'll have the fan in fact i'm gonna do that i will do that here today so we will have that up and do it. go once you guys make sure you, you search for angler's channel on uh, on that deal and uh we want to come with some with some cool prizes this year i'm gonna reach out we're gonna we've got some new uh some new new sponsors um i'll see what i can uh, what i can find out so we'll see what we can do that's for sure so uh, let's take a quick little break. We come back. I know there's no – you got some results to look over, David, a few here and there. We already talked about the big two, one. Two, three. Okay, yeah. we'll do that. Let me do the Coast of Countdown to Blast Off, and we'll get you guys back on the water right here on the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. At Mercury, there are no limits to the lengths we'll go to make sure you have no limits either. Unlimited adrenaline. Unlimited fun. Unlimited weekend. Except maybe having to go home eventually. Introducing the all-new V8 Mercury Pro XS. Light, quick, efficient. Mercury, go boldly. I'm pro anger Andy Montgomery. I've been making my living with Strike King products for a long time. So when they showed me the new Tour Grade line, I was all in. I knew I could trust it. What I didn't know was how easy it was to use. With the spooling tool and the prepaid envelope to recycle your old line included in every single box. Not only is it the best line on the market, it gives you the easiest fishing experience possible. Find out more at StrikeKing.com. Welcome back, folks. Angler's Channel Insider Podcast. Time for the Ranger Boats Bass Wrap-Up segment of the show brought to you by Mercury Marine. Check out your check out rangerboats.com and build your dream rig today like I did last week or this week. 
get that sucker on order and get your 2021 fishing season off to a great start david take it away my friend what's happening all right so yeah we'll, we'll kind of just recap a quick recap of the uh bfl event on the cowboy event on sam rayburn so obviously our guest for this podcast derek mundy caught 40 pounds and 10 ounces with that 11 10 kicker also winning big bass which netted him a total of seven thousand dollars he was a guy who took the win there and last year he actually finished second so um so he's got that uh that event kind of dialed in at that time of year um cameron madison caught 28 pounds and six ounces to finish second and tommy loving caught 22 pounds and 14 ounces to finish third and those guys must have caught him really good because the next day on Sam, uh, Sam Rayburn, the Outlaw Outdoors guys were out there and only took 22, I'm sorry, 21 pounds and 21.54 pounds. Excuse me. I, I got to change my mind here. But um, yeah, Keelan Manuel and Cassidy Stringer won that event with a eight pound, 12 ounce, sorry, eight pound, 8.12 pound <laughs> kicker. <laughs> it's been a while. Um, and then uh, the big bass of that event was a uh, was a 9.34 cut by Stephen uh, Steve Evans and Jason Burton. Okay. And then the last event that I have this week is the Wild West Bass Trail Lake Shasta event that took place this past Saturday as well. Winning that event was a team of Logan McDaniel and Ryan Williams. They caught a total of 13.87 pounds, and they part of their weight came off the end of a fly rod. I saw something about that. The floating oh, fly? No, the floating fly? Is that, is that what I heard it was? I think so, but for sure, yep. part of the weight came with the fly rod. The floating fly is a deal that came about what can a Percy Price deal hollow, Cumberland, yep. those lakes yep. over here that, I mean, North basically, those big smallmouth come by, out, out of the depths and just eat, Right. Yep, little bitty bait. About the only way you can do it is have like a, a fly rod, or, or it, it takes a special rod, a long rod, um, in order to make it work right. Okay. All right. Very, uh, very, very cool. So, um, all right. What else is on the on the on the on the list there? Anything? That's all I've got so far for this week. Just to kind of get us going here. So I'll lob it over and uh, pass it on to Mister Duran to see what's out there. <laughs> I like that. That's a good. That's a good segment. That's a nice little pitch off right there. That's pretty cool. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's cruise on into the coast of countdown to blast off, and like David said, hashtag see what's out there. And it, guess what? New year, new tournament season, and the calendar is full. So uh, here we go. Um, Media Bass, Arkansas individual, uh, Lake Bruin, um, Saturday, January the 9th, kicking it off. Very top of the calendar, first calendar, first tournament of the new year. Kenneth, I guess we're going to still pick them this year. I don't know. I hadn't heard any rumors we weren't. So, well, I mean, you're talking, it. so it's your segment. I'm assuming we're picking them. So, let's do it. Kenneth's got to turn his mic on. Oh, oh maybe. No, he doesn't. We're good. We're good. So, he picks nothing zero for Kenneth. All right. He picked so. nothing. Right, <laughs> I picked pick seven, 17 <laughs> pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 17. 17 pounds on Lake Bruin. Okay. David? 14. Mr. David? 14 pounds. 13 and a half. Mr. Chris? 
15. I'll just go 15 even. How about that? Sounds good. Rolling on down the list, the Heartland Anglers, Tennessee Division 22 on the pretty much dried up Tim Ford Lake. Uh, Dude, I saw a picture. It's going to all fish out. I saw a picture of the – I saw a picture of the Bass Club ramp, and you could walk out to the the no weight buoy. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Here in town, you pretty much can walk all the way across it. You know, yeah, it's I don't know what's I, going on. I so run, I run across that, I run across that flat all the time when I leave Bass Club ramp. I ain't doing that no more. Holy yeah, crap! Yeah. Now you see why you shouldn't run across that flat. My, yeah. Like middle of the summer, it's eight foot of water on that dude. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. It's not pretty either. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, uh, uh let's uh let's uh let's try to pick it. Uh I assume they're still having it. Um Heartland Anglers twenty Tennessee Division twenty two on Tim's Ford. David? I'm assuming Tim's Ford's not a really great bass or big weight lake, so I'm going with twelve pounds. Probably right in there. Chris? I'm going to say they're all bunched up in the one little hole, and I'm going to say 16 wins it. I was going, or I am going to go 13. Unlucky 13. That's a great number. Great number. KG? I'm going to go under the assumption that maybe Jason has a little bit of an upper hand on this one. He doesn't. Since he kind of lives in that area now. And <laughs> he's, you know, he's got some. I see the lake every day. That's all He's got counts. some buddies that probably has to spend a little time over there. So I'm going to go 13 and 13 a half. 1301. Here we go. I'll lift you a little room. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll keep staring Kenneth wrong into the new year, I guess. So um, moving on down, Harris Chain of Lake. Uh, ABA Florida Harris Chain D20. So Buzzard Beach Harris Chain. CB? Harris Chain, you said? Yes, sir. Um, 21. Mm-hmm. I'll go. Um, I'll go twenty-two. <clears throat> you got me. Okay. KG. Eighteen. <clears throat> I wrote down eighteen, but uh, I'll pull the first number one, one pound of the year. Wow! Already. Oh wow. Okay. All right. Slipping back up one more time in Tennessee, the Lake Chickamauga. Uh, it said that right, didn't I, guys? Chick- Chickamauga? Chickamauga. That's correct. Got that? Okay. All right. Just just correct. Heartland Anglers, Tennessee Division 25 on Lake Chickamauga. 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 For some people. Chickamauga. Listening at home. I'm going to go. Uh, I bet Damon Taylor from Chattanooga 80. says Chickamauga. That's what I bet he says. Damon <laughs> Just shake your head, yes. All right, sorry, go ahead. 19 even. Kenneth? I'll go 21. 22. 
22.1. Oh, look at there. Slip on back down to the Harris Chain of Lakes, uh, taking off the Venetian Gardens, MFL, uh, MFL, MLF, BFL, Gator Division. Harris Chain. Another Harris Chain? Yep, taken out of Venetian Gardens, though. All right, Kenneth? Kenneth? Um, I'll stick with my 18 pounds. Oh, look at that. David? David? You know, I'll go with 19. Oh, well, I can't go with 19 now. I'll go with your one pounder, David. I'll, I'll, I'll flip-flop with you. How's that? Mm. Mm. I'll go 10 pounds 10 pounds okay rolling on down Uh, let's go over to the Mississippi Gulf Coast and fish on the Jordan River not the Jordan, but the Jordan River, ABA D27, Mississippi Gulf Coast Division. David? Mm, I'll go 13. Chris? 14. Man, that's a 10 pound right there. 10 pounder. Okay. Okay. 10 and a half. 10 and 10.5. <laughs> okay. Uh, Angler's Quest, Livingston team, Lake Livingston. Um, Saturday, January 9th, Lake Livingston, Angler's Quest team event. Is it to That's yeah, to you, Chris. Uh, I want to go with 17. 15. 18. 16. All right. We couldn't leave this one off this week. The Alabama Bass Trail Team 100 series kicks off this weekend on Lay Lake. And 100 teams going at it. Team Alabama Team Trails expanded this year and offer a huge payout and I even got some pros in this event. So a few of us will be down there this weekend, getting some good coverage there. Uh, I think I've heard weights all over the board this week. Um, but I think it's to me to pick. So I'm going to pick uh, 18 pounds. Kenneth. 17 and a half. David. 17. I'll go big, go 20. Chris, what was your ABT? What was your ABT on the podcast pick? Uh, that was that podcast. This podcast, I'm going 20. <laughs> what was your podcast on Monday night, though? Was it like 26? No, it was big. It was 23, 24. It was big. Yeah. But I'm going to go 20 in this one. Yeah. I think somebody's going to surprise us, All but right. I could be wrong. So Yeah, uh, I think so, too. I could be wrong. Um, so. One more um, Sunday event, King of the Glades, Lake Okeechobee preview to what Okeechobee can do this year. So 
Pick him up, Kenneth. Lake Okeechobee, King of the Glades. Um, I'll go 22. David? 20. 20. Chris? 22 and a half. I'll go 21. Okay. I like it. Well, that wraps up this week's uh, countdown. If you are a tournament director, if you just fish tournaments and you see, hey, man, our tournament trail's not up there, we would love to have an opportunity to talk about your tournament each and every week. So jump on the anglerschannel.com website, scroll up to the very top, and submit tournament tab on the top right in white writing behind that blue bar right there. Set all your information in. David would love to get you added to the calendar. We would talk about you and the Coast account down the blast off. Chris, Maybe. I think I know what you're doing this weekend, but what yep. you got going on? We got a big weekend coming up this weekend, so y'all stay safe, wear your mask, wash your hands. Uh, we've already got some crew changes going on due to COVID, it sounds like. So uh, I'm already getting text messages and phone calls regarding that. So hopefully everybody will stay safe and uh, we'll be able to, to move, move forward and get some things knocked out. Kenneth, I'm going to I'm going to open the floor for you, my friend. Um, I think you've got something you want to talk about, or do you? Have you decided yet? I, I don't – I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think it It is. Be, it uh, is that big of a deal. David has been sitting on pins and needles in this <laughs> thing for weeks. I'm tired of seeing the text messages. I'd turn you all on do not disturb. We just take, taking odds? It was we so taking many. odds on this? Were you on bad anyway or anything? No, because I already know. I already know which way he's going, but um, he he confided in in me. I don't know why, but um, Kenneth, the floor is yours. A a letter for him to get it accepted. I mean, yeah, yeah. a lot of recommendation. I think recommendation. I I, I think it was a sponsorship call, but I I took it as a friendly call. I was going to say, did you put some of the bill? I mean, where's this going? Well, if it was a sponsorship call, the answer was no. You never asked, so no, I'm kidding. Kenneth, all yours, uh, bud. Uh, well, you know, I, I mean, we kind of, I kind of threw out the idea of I was looking at some options to fish, and you know, obviously David got <laughs> curious about what that was going to be. So I, I've just I had an opportunity to really think about a lot of different things, and um, I'm going to fish the Toyota Series Central Division. Ooh, that's awesome. That and, is ooh. awesome. Yeah. Okay. You excited about it? Just nervous? Uh, uh, I'm not nervous at all. I'm really, I'm, I'm excited. I've done, I mean, I've done a lot of prep work. There's some things that I felt that I didn't get accomplished last year that I, that I thought I needed to really make some changes. And I've, I've done a lot of work doing that um, in order to, to make myself more efficient, being better prepared on the water, uh, just being able to make better decisions. So this will be an opportunity to see if any of the work that I've done to this point uh, is going to make a difference. That's uh, that's awesome. Well, dude, we're excited for you. Proud for you in making that decision. I know it didn't come lightly. Uh, I know you called me a time or two. We talked about it. And um, it's uh, I'm excited for you. Uh, I'm excited to see well, how you do. You know, we, we have a pretty busy schedule. Obviously, you know, the work that we do for ABT, I didn't want to interfere with that. So, you know, that's that's 14 Saturdays that I've got marked on my calendar right off the bat. So by the time I do that and I start looking at the options, you know, some things 
aren't options anymore just because there's too many conflicts. So right. when it all laid out, that's that ended up being my best decision. Sure. Uh, I, I run a Phoenix boat and the, the Phoenix bonus money that's available. It's kind of hard to overlook that. Um, you know, if I fish well enough to, to win a tournament, that's, you know, that that's, those are difference makers. Sure. And when I laid it all out, I mean, that, that was a big part, big part of my decision. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. David. Is there a slight possibility, especially depending on how well you do that, you might be a wildcat division fisherman? <laughs> no, I still have a full-time job. I'll, I'll be lucky to get all this squeezed in, but I, I can do it. Okay. I, I got to get a little bit, um, I might work some Saturdays and some Sundays to make up the difference, but okay. I can squeeze this in, but squeezing in more tournaments, uh, would be a little bit, a little more difficult. Mm, that's, uh, that's awesome. So, you know, part, part of kind of what sent me over the edge, David's got a new, a new phrase that he's <laughs> going with this year. And he, you know, he threw that at me. Well, what's, kinda, what's the phrase, David? What was it? Let me, I have to look at yeah. it now. What's the phrase? It's going to quote it right instead of wrong. I, I figured you'd have that right off the top of your head. Yeah, he threw like, it at me really quick. He did. Well, so you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, <laughs> quoted by Wayne Gretzky, which was quoted by the former, I guess, boss of Thunder Mifflin, Scranton, Michael Scott. Miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That, like you know, that, and that's and that's really, there's a, there's a lot of truth in that. And, and, you know, I had the opportunity to do it, and if I didn't take the opportunity, then, you know, that's on me. So I'm putting it all square on me now. There you go. What events excite you the most, Kenneth? Um, uh, probably Del Hollow because I've not been on Del Hollow. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's Gunnersville, Chickamauga and Del Hollow. And I've got, I've got time on Chickamauga, time on Gunnersville, but I hadn't been to Del Hollow and it's a lake that it just doing some research. I really like the way it sets up. I think, uh, now my only problem is I won't get much time on the lake, uh, especially if the classic stays where it is. Uh, I'll only have. I'll show up for three days of practice without ever seeing the lake before. Now, if the classic gets moved, then I'll I'll have a weekend that I can I'll go scout. But right, but I, I like the way the lake sets up. I think I'll be okay. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, dude, we are very excited for you, and I'm uh, very excited to see where this takes you and and what all you do. And you know, you've got our support 100. percent and um, maybe we'll have a reason to call you on a podcast sometime. How's that work? Do we get to do, do we get to call him for the podcast, David, or do we have to? Is he still part of the show? Does he does he now move out of our ranks into something else? Well, I see, mean, does he question himself? Does he ask? Does he interview himself? You know, during that session. Well, we know? talked about that in the phone call, and I think what we're going to have to do is if if we have a reason to have him on the pod, we'll have to pre-record his questions. Right, yeah. and I'll just punch yeah. them in, and, and you know, just just, just punch Kenneth, them in. You were asking yourself this question, Go yeah, ahead, exactly. Well, I, I figured y'all Kenneth, would just skip over me to to a better guest that that week. Well, Kenneth, Kenneth has a question, and so we'll see how that goes. But uh, <laughs> if you're a fantasy fishing fan, it's up anglechannel.com. Wow. The group is there. Don't you I, listen? Work ethic right here, Dan. One hundred percent work ethic. That's right. I've handled 14 things, two emails, and fantasy fishing, all in that segment right there. So make sure you guys. Get... I, I got one question for you. Did Shit. you hit? Did you hit record? Shit, no, I didn't. Yeah, I did. I hit record in both places actually, in both places. So we're in good shape. And so we didn't run the commercials this time, so yep, we did good. Yep. So, well, not yet anyway. But as always, folks, if you made it this far in the show, we do appreciate you. 
for listening. We do encourage you to subscribe, write, and review the show. Thanks to you guys. We had the best year ever downloads for our podcast last year, up about 10% over the year before. So that was great. We appreciate that. We encourage you to subscribe, write, and review the show in your favorite podcast app. We also ask if you like the show, go ahead and share it with your peeps and feel free to chime in and give us your thoughts and opinions on the X Zone Hotline. 256-535-3217. On behalf of our guest tonight, the, your member of the 40-pound club, Mr. Derek Mundy, your BFL winner from Rayburn for the AC Circus. I'm Chris Brown. Y'all have a great week and weekend. As always, God bless good fishing. Wash your damn hands. Wear your damn face mask. Put that PFD on and buckle it up. You only get to, you only hear me say it once a year. Roll time. Y'all have a great week. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Angler's Channel Insider Podcast, your number one tournament resource. 